laugh at this next part. In a world of political correctness and cancel culture, two comedians have risen up to prove that with the right angle, anything can be funny. This is You Can't Laugh at That. Who writes these? Huh? We should have this person locked up and looked at. Live from Golden Ox Studios in Cleveland, Ohio, it's Steve Mers and David Horning on this week's episode when an emotion is triggered and when there's something that they're fearful of, like when you kind of put a, a light, uh, a lighter idea into it, uh, people kind of just, yeah, it's, it's, it's funny then because I, I, and I think too, when you touch on a topic like that, everyone's deep down inside, they go, Oh, that is like a good idea. Or that, mm-hmm. I've kind of thought about that too, you know? So I think audiences like the psychology of comedy sometimes is like, if you touch on a topic that people have kind of thought in their head before, but never really hashed it out, it goes a lot farther, mm-hmm. and so yeah, it's it's easy, and it's I think people like it's typical thing in comedy. You you know, fear, fear is fun. Hey everyone, before you start this episode of You Can't Laugh at That, be sure to rate us on your podcast platform of choice. Make sure you give us five stars so that the algorithm works in our favor so we can get this podcast out to more people. Because the point of this podcast is to prove that anything can be funny. So whether you're trying to write a joke about this topic or you're having a hard time finding the humor in any given situation, we want to be able to say, hey, point to whatever episode this is and you can see that it's okay to laugh at whatever topic that episode is about. That's our point. That's why we're here. So if you could do that, that helps us a lot. Share with your friends. Follow us on social media. Like us on Facebook at You Can't Laugh at That. Follow us on Twitter at You Can't Laugh Pod. And if you become a patron at patreon.com forward slash You Can't Laugh Pod, you'll get access to hours of footage that's never been seen or heard from any of these episodes. We've got bonus footage from episodes with Greg Stone and Anthony DeVito and Mary Santora and John Armstrong. I mean, so many different episodes with bonus content that you've never heard before. Patreon.com forward slash you can't laugh pod for $5 a month that you get access to all kinds of exclusive footage. Follow us on social media, rate us, share us with your friends, talk about us at dinner. And remember that no matter how difficult things may seem, no matter how stressed you may be, there's always a way to laugh at that. Hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to You Can't Laugh At That. This is the podcast where we take topics that you can't laugh at and we say bullshit and prove that anything can be funny. Today, Steve Steve, you're back from your your work uh, becoming a pumpkin. Yeah. How have you been, Steve? We missed you. I've been good. Good story. Funny story. <laughs> <laughs> you got to pay me to be funny. Yeah, yeah. Riveting. Steve, Steve has a whole new credit uh, you can add to your name. Uh, please, inter- please. Uh, what's the what's the character's name? Oh, he doesn't have a name. He's a pumpkin. Oh, it's Jabberin' Jack. That's what it's called. Yeah. Yeah, so you can hear the smooth stylings of Steve. Well, that's the thing, though. You're great at voiceovers. You're great at voices, and I yeah, think that's I, perfect for you. I, and I'm not doing them right now. Again, you got to pay me. But uh, That's fair. I got, no, I... Uh, 
Yeah, it's just a pumpkin I did in some guy's basement. It's not a big deal. Yeah, that's perfect. And now he's on QVC every day. HSN, close enough. Okay, yeah. All right. Well, uh, you know who doesn't have a credit on HSN? That is our guest today. It's Matt Bergman, uh, based out of D.C. Matt, what's up, man? Not too much. I, I, I haven't been in pumpkin yet, but... I'll do voices. I'll do whatever you need me to do. Yeah. I'm, I'm making $1,000 for this episode. Did you know that, Steve? Uh, I did. Yeah, they, they just, they just, <laughs> we have a budget right now. now. Yeah, yeah. We're blowing it all in one episode. Sure. I'm misanding. <laughs> yes, I, and I paid for it. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to tell people that I know that pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> I know him. Um, Matt has been on Gotham Comedy Live, Comedy Central. He has a dry bar special. You can catch his his album, uh, Approbation. What was that? Approbation Constant? Constant, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Um, well, I'm glad you like it. A lot of people are like, what's that? My friend Kelly Collette's like, can I talk you out of that idea? It's like, it's already out there. Yeah. You can't talk me out of it. Yeah. It was filmed in Ottawa, and they speak, you know, it's French-Canadian, so Approbation Constant means constant approval in French. And okay. I thought it was a good idea, but it's really hard to say, and people are, people are confused by it. And then I go, oh, it means constant approval. People are like, well, okay. No one's impressed by it. And I was like, oh, okay. I'll, yeah. I'll name the next one something easier. <laughs> yeah. You do it in Pig Latin, <laughs> whatever it is. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. The French, it's confusing. It is. It exists. I took French for five years. I remember how to say grapefruit, pomplamous. Oh, yeah. Nailed it. That's French. Sure. I'm just going to go over to Paris one day, just one day, just a little day trip to Paris and just really try to impress people out. with my produce knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know French. That's why I was like, what is that? Is that Latin? Um, cool. And you have a new album uh, being that you're recording in a couple weeks? Two weeks. In, in yeah, Raleigh. yeah. Recording in Raleigh. Um, that one's going to be called Between You and I. So that's, uh, that's complete English. Yeah. You know? I'm yeah. like, eh, it stands out. It came to me like a month ago. I go, eh, that seems right. Okay. And I say it a couple of times in my act. I go, eh, that'll be, they'll draw it all together. But, between, yeah. between you and I. Between you and I. Yeah. Are you going to have a, a French title for the Canadian release? <laughs> I should. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Today we are going to prove you can laugh at the obituaries. Oh, yeah. It's uh, it's it's that part of the newspaper that uh, that's... That's the reason my parents still get a print newspaper, so they could read the obituaries. It's like, how dark is that? <laughs> it's got it's got the word bitch in it. It's got, yeah, it's bound to be fun. <laughs> you know, it's full of son comedy. of an obituary. Um, so we're going to talk about uh, this bit off of your album. Um, if you want to kind of uh, set up the the clip, like you know where was the album recorded and and all that. And oh we'll, yeah, we'll play it and. Uh, album was recorded in Ottawa. I work in Canada quite a bit, um, and yeah, it's, I always knew that I was going to record in Ottawa. My uh, yeah, just it's a great club. It's almost like the Disneyland for comics up there. It's called Absolute Comedy, and it's just like a, a room that holds like 210 people. Everyone's on top of each other. Not great for COVID. Right, they're still at 50 percent right now up there, and they're not able to go back up until 2022 until they're full capacity again. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it's one of the best rooms in the country. Like every to the point where like just for last, the festival of Montreal will not accept uh, submissions from Absolute Comedy comedy because everyone crushes in that room it's just like a room where like you can't even be proud of yourself if it goes really well because like well i mean everyone does well here like yeah um but yeah so i I recorded there in 2019 and this was the album that it's from and yeah we did it in uh you know i self-produced this one and then helium records uh signed me for a two album deal and they bought this one from me uh just this past year and then re-released uh which has been great because i got on sirius xm and now i'm actually starting to get like Oh, cool. People are finally hearing this, you know? Yeah. I was proud of the album when it came out, and I'm still pretty. I was telling you before we went on air, like, I'm still like 70% happy with what is in there, you know? So, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it was a fun listen the other night. I uh, I checked it out just to make sure I did my due diligence because oh, you know, I wanted, I mean I, I was going to come down to the club anyway and 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 check it out because like I was telling you last night, it's always good to see a new face at Funny Stop because he has the same rotating cast of characters come into headline and it was like okay, like I've I've heard your name before. New face, I'm going to come check it out. And I listened to your album, and I was like, oh, he would be fun to have on the podcast. Oh, too. I appreciate so, that, man. Yeah. 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 Um, and then this bit, uh, again, you know, I have a fascination with death and joking about death. And, and uh, this is one that, uh, that really connected with me. So, Jeremy, take it away. Oh, boy. I don't like listening to myself, so I'm going to turn off the headphones. That's right fair. <laughs> Go for it. So you guys have been so great tonight, so I'm going to give you guys a million dollar idea. Ready? I want to do this myself. I'm too lazy. I think I have one idea that will make people a million dollars. So uh, write it down if you need to. I'd love to see this happen. I want to see people change the obituary section. All right? And print print newspapers, because I think people will buy print newspapers again if this happens. Because if you think about it, you read the obituaries, it's the same shit for every single person. Nothing's unique. Everything's like, so-and-so loved to laugh. So-and-so loved life. It's like, yeah, I know, but you know an asshole died that day too, right? <laughs> Think about it, an asshole dies every single day. Why can't I hear about that, you know? And I want to hear if you're a good person. I'm not being completely cynical. I just, here's my idea. I think the obituary section should be like one person who liked the person and like another person who hated the person. (laughs) They debate and then we decide if you're a good or shitty person. You're thinking about it right now. You're like, 75 cents a day for Yelp reviews of people? I'm in. I'm in for that. How fun would that be? Just open up the obituary section. Somebody's like, you know, Lola, you know, like, uh, Lola was very active in the community. And the other person's like, meh, Lola was a prostitute. That's kind of Lola did right there. (laughs) She was a prostitute. (laughs) Yeah, Carl, he was a famous philanthropist. It's like, yeah, but he spends money on Lola. So, I don't know. Kind of... uh, Kind of a creep. Kind of a creep. I like the, there's a random person in there. It's like, that's funny. <laughs> oh, is that? I didn't hear yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't hear it before. I mean, just through the headphones, everything comes in so much. Clearer. Sure. They really mic that audience. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. That, that's great. Um, Good job. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a great bit. It's it's uh, it's a new take. It shifts the paradigm uh, from obituaries. It changes the story people tell themselves in their heads about what an obituary is. Sure. Um, it's kind of take us through the conception of the bit. When was the moment you were like, "Oh, obituaries? That's material." Yeah, um, yeah. You kind of were touching on it just earlier. Um, yeah, it's our parents like. That's the reason they get the newspaper now, and that's the, you know, old people love obituaries. I remember my grandmother just like you know, even my mother in law just loves reading the obituaries. Like she can't wait. Like she gets like she just waits for the newspaper to come. Like here we go. Ooh, there's a lot today. It's, yeah, it's a three parter. You know. Mm-hmm. So and yeah, but I just always remember reading them and it just being like this is just the same thing for everyone like nothing's unique and then yeah the brain started going like oh that'd be great if we could just like actually be honest about what happens when people die and like you know there's people that like the person and there's people that hated the person like how great would that be if like there was an actual debate like i could see it actually being a show like that would people would tune in for that absolutely was this person good (laughs) yeah yeah exactly and people love a good debate and like people love when people air out people's junk as well Mm -hmm. you know so Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's kind of where it, and it was just, I mean, more or less is a throw, not a throwaway uh, line, but it, it doesn't, I mean, it's a, what, a minute and 20 and then yeah. it's, it's over. But, yeah. uh, so yeah, I wasn't even originally going to put that on the album. It was kind of a, a new concept. And then over like the last like month before I recorded, it kind of just came together and uh, a couple of people were like, what if the philanthropist ping, like someone told me like, 
do a callback to Lola. So before I think it was like uh, Carl used to coach youth football and it's like, yeah, but then he wasn't allowed to be near the kids. So I went for like the molestation mm-hmm. stuff and somebody's like, you should do just a callback to Lola and say like philanthropist. And then I, I, I have a real bad speech problem at times. So I had to really work on saying the word philanthropist. <laughs> and, it's not uh, an easy one. No, it's not. So, but yeah, we got it. We got in one take. So that was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it is, it kind of sits on its own island because uh, it doesn't connect with the previous track or, or the next track yeah. on the album. Um, I mean, and it's kind of buried in the, the last quarter of the album too. So yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm glad you remember this stuff. I'm like, yeah, you're right. That is, it's been so long since I've listened to it, but it's like, yeah, I think it was, it's definitely towards the end of the album. I do recall that. You mean you don't listen to your album every day? <laughs> no, yeah. How narcissistic would that be? Like, you did it again. Just have a nice <laughs> glass of wine. <laughs> Got him again, Matt. Good job. God damn it, Bergman. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the framework of the joke is the, a million dollar idea. Um, that's yeah. that kind of, so you can do anything in that framework. Like you can, uh, you can get really creative with that. That's a, that's a fun world to play in. With million dollar ideas, yeah, because you yeah. can take it anywhere. Yeah, um, yeah, I agree. It's it's a it's kind of you can do a lot with that. But um, yeah, I just went for the the quick minute joke and just yeah. let that let that sit there. Did you was that the original framework that you gave the joke that this was a million dollar idea? So like, yeah, you know, my parents read the obituaries. That's funny that they look forward to this dark thing yeah it was more of like uh sometimes i always feel like bringing the audience in like Mm -hmm. i used to do at the end of the show where i'm like you guys have been great so i'm gonna give you a million dollar idea i'm too lazy to do it but you should do it so it was kind of just like just a quick play into the audience Mm -hmm. and like hopefully getting the audience to lean forward on this one so i just needed a way to go into it right instead of like you guys ever read the obituaries what a weird (laughs) thing that is you know yeah (laughs) <laughs> you can start every bit with that. And it's like, okay, we get it. This is a weird thing. Yeah. So it's just on the head. bring it, like, how can I just bring it into the joke? And mm-hmm. so I just went like, huh, what, what better way to get people's attention than saying a million dollars, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, print newspapers in general, um, they serve their time, they, they serve their purpose in the time and place that they, they were in. But now everything's so much more like, this is way better than, you know, holding it out. Yeah. So you hit things when you yeah. do it. Yeah. See, that's I, that was an act out of how inconvenient newspapers are. What a huge newspaper that was. Was that the uh, <laughs> Cheesecake Factory menu they just opened? That was that's wild, man. That Turn to page C fifteen for a, sandwiches. That's a pterodactyl paper they just opened up right <laughs> yeah. there. Incredible. Uh, yeah, they they had to they had to experiment with what's the proper size for a sure. newspaper. Yeah, I'm sure they did. Like, this is too small. Can't fit it all in. This eh, you're gonna knock stuff over. Paper mache took a hit. Though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so did bird cages. Right. So mm. and uh, I actually learned to uh, clean my windows in my car with newspaper. So you spray the Windex on it and then you wipe it with newspaper because it doesn't smear like paper towels. Really? Wouldn't the uh, the ink get on it though? I don't, you don't do the color pages. Oh, okay. <laughs> don't do the colors. Yeah. The arts. You yeah. Just do yeah. The arts. Oh, that's interesting to know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember. It, it never really smeared, but it, yeah. So, a little fun fact there. That's a million dollar idea. Yeah. Do you, do your family still get the newspaper? No. 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 What about yours? Your parents at all? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 They literally get it for the for obituary. The obituaries. Yeah. That's the only thing that's unique about it yeah. now. So why would you not? Yeah. And that's that. That's kind of an idea that I've been playing around with too, because I had a conversation with my parents the other day. They were on speakerphone, and they're worried the world's going to end soon. And it's like, well, you watch news all day long. You yeah. read the part of the paper that talks about all the people your age dying. Yeah. Sounds like your world's going to end soon, but I hope ours continues. Like, it's got to be it's miserable. Dark. Yeah, it's dark, but it's like, how do I, how do I segue this into a bit? Um, 
and and so you know what what you did you, you bring up this million dollar idea you present a new framework you get people uh, thinking over here and then you bring up the obituaries uh, which is a good way to bring up like a dark topic sure wrap it in newspaper <laughs> so yeah. in, in this case um and then you bring up that it's the same for every single person it's almost like a template for obituaries yeah. that's a that like again to me that's a really fun you're pointing out something that everybody knows you read an obituary it's the same thing for everybody they 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 were passionate about this they were active in the community they went to this church they it's the same thing over and over again how many different things loved did you play life. with everyone loved life it's like a lot of people didn't love life you know <laughs> right that's that's when you read died unexpectedly they love life this sounds like a suicide that's right. what that sounds like <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! My friend committed suicide. I'm pretty sure. I'm like the only one that's like convinced of that because I know him better. But it's really? like, yeah, but I'm sure they're like, oh, he loved life. Is sure. <sighs> the worst part is his mom's like, oh, he wouldn't ask for prayers. He would ask for everyone to take a shot. And it's like you realize that's what killed him, right? <laughs> <laughs> he was an alcoholic. <laughs> he drove his fucking car into a tree. Oh, so you think it was on purpose, huh? Yeah, oh, for sure. Wild. It wasn't an accident. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not an accident. Was it? What, I mean, did he get nailed with the? I mean, I guess you don't get nailed with the DUI after you're gone, but mm. like. Yeah, I don't know. They didn't. I don't think they bothered. I yeah, think it was one of those things where they're like, "Well, he's dead, and we're not gonna, you know, pursue <laughs> an investigation." When yeah, it's just he died in a car. Yeah, the, tr- um, the trees family isn't suing, so there's no reason to do. Right. Mm-hmm. It, it was. It is owned by the Metro Parks. So, that, <laughs> so I guess they could have been like, "Well, our tree took a lot of damage." Yeah. That was so, our best tree. Yeah. <laughs> that was that tree had a lot Honestly, of Honestly, the tree was fine. Yeah. The, the tree's tree. got a lot of psychological damages, but you know, right. yeah, we're getting into the therapy. We just need to have paid just for. Just bark. Yeah. Just bark. It's gone. <laughs> it's still gone. Those wounds do heal. Every time I visit my parents, it's right there. It's like right on the way through. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, there it is. Hey, Nick. (laughs) Wow. uh, Yeah, I know. Did they put anything out front? Did they do like the, uh, did they put a teddy bear? There is a cross on the tree. Sure. You know? Was he religious? No, he was an atheist. Hilarious. So, Uh, yeah, I know. That was the funniest part where they were like, say a prayer for him. I was like, he was an atheist, (laughs) Dee (laughs) Dee. Of course, his name was Dee Dee. That's his mom's name, yeah. Sure. So Mm -hmm. it's like one of those things, but it's just like... Yeah, that's a huge fuck you to put the uh, the cross in front. Everybody at work was like, at his work was like, oh, we're so sad he's gone. It's like, he hated all of you. Yeah. <laughs> you contributed to this. I'm like the only one with all this insider knowledge. And everybody else is painting this beautiful picture. And I'm just like, I know all the secrets. He told me all of them. Yeah. So it's like, it's just funny to see all that, like, be fake. And well, so yeah, sure. After death, people have to, like, paint the person to be a great person. I'm Absolutely. sure Cosby will die one day, and people are like, I mean, he was really good on that show. Mm-hmm. You know, people will just try to find something to make the person stand out, you know? To make it, us feel good. And, yeah. and you know what is good? At least, rest assured, all of that is messed up and fucked up, but at least he really was a good person. He was a very innocent, nice, kind person. So mm-hmm. at least... That part is At true. At least that part is true. Yeah. Everything about their, them, and the lies and all that stuff, it's all on them. Luckily, he died a good person. He really mm-hmm. did. So that's right. at least there's that. So that is the the, the silver lining of it all. Did know? he have an obituary? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was just a bunch of lies. <laughs> really? Was <laughs> it long? Was it a long? Kind of. Did he get a picture and everything? Yeah, it was a picture. Yeah. And then, yeah, it was just one of those, just his mom and like his 
certain people that he knew in his life and so yeah mm. eulogy kind of obituary type sure. mix it was more like it wasn't really the obituary i'm thinking i'm thinking of like the funeral arrangement type stuff where it was like the, that sort of obituary wasn't yeah like the official like newspaper style one but got it yeah you can kind of you know. this is where the yeah the wake's gonna be and everything mm-hmm. in lieu of flowers make all uh, donations sure. to you know Children's Cancer Society. Just like yeah, exactly. try to paint oh, them. Yeah. Like, this kid, this guy loved kids with cancer. Sure. Just loved them. Saw them once a week. Yeah. Like, played baseball with them. Yeah. Drove by the, the St. Jude's on his way to work. Yeah. <laughs> he he always, you know, he always took a minute and thought about thought about kids with cancer. So let's let's really highlight that part of his personality. You, you know, my mother in law, she already has her obituary written out. She already did it for us. She's like, so when I go, just know, just go in this box, and it's already ready to go. She wrote her own? She wrote her own. (laughs) I I want to do that. I would rather do that. Yeah. I would rather do that than have somebody else just be like, who who did this, and he liked that. And it's like, that's not, I wouldn't say that. I don't want people to remember me for this fucking paragraph. How honest would you be? Would you do like a little, I mean, you have to make it funny, right? That's just a natural. Yeah, 100%. Defense mechanism. Yeah, I don't don't think I would. I wouldn't burn bridges. Um, No. I'm not that kind of person to begin with. But I would, I would definitely try to make people laugh. Um, I I don't know how. I've never really like thought about it, but it's definitely something that, you know, I don't know how I would frame it. I I haven't, even though I knew today that this was going to be the topic today. I was like, how? Like, what would I write? I would yeah. just thank people. I would just have like random names. So they're like, who's Jeff? Reynolds, like I don't, we don't know who that is. Yeah, <laughs> why is he talking about all these people? He was my lover of yeah. twenty years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes, send people on a scavenger hunt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. all right, who is this person? Yeah, <laughs> like a that, twisted, yeah, <laughs> a twisted obituary. <laughs> and that's why, like, I'm not scared of death. I'm not scared of dying. I'm scared of how people are going to find my body. Like, I want people to have fun with it. Oh, it would like like have sex with it. Like if I know, about? yeah, yeah. <laughs> have your way with me. Listen, necrophiles, I'm available. Yeah, now. <laughs> it's a victimless crime, right? Sure. Yeah, but yeah, I like. I, I don't. I want people to be so relieved that they when they finally find me after following like a series of clues I have planted. Like <laughs> it takes like two and a half weeks to find my body. So when they finally do, they're not sad. They're just relieved that it's over. over so it's yeah. like oh, fi- like th- thank God. <laughs> it, it, that's way more fun than just like and you know he died and then we found him in his house. Sure. Boring. Ugh. Then you have to do the whole like, oh man, how was he suffering? All that stuff. Yeah, like yeah. that's always a terrible thing. How my he, grandmother, my great grandmother, who was uh, very close with, she uh, she had like heart problems most of her life, and she was given like I think she was given like three years to live, and then she ended up like going like thirteen years, and then had a heart attack one day just on her way to like Pinnacle. But like her friend stopped to get something from the house real fast, and then when she came back, she was just slumped over and dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's like part of you're like, okay, I mean that's sad. She died alone, but it sounds like she died quickly. But I, I've never thought about her friend until just now. I'm like that had to have been terrible. Mm. Like you're about to go play Pinnacle and then your just friend is just dead in the car, which, yeah. you know, and I also never thought about this and I feel terrible thinking, talking to my great grandmother this way, but she probably shit herself too, right? So now on top of that, your, your friend is dead and you had to have your car like deep cleaned. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. You know? Yeah, she died uh, inconveniencing us. Yeah, exactly. My new roommate has to remove bodies from places. A lot of COVID bodies nowadays really? because of COVID. But he, I'm not even going to tell you the actual stories because they're that gross. But um, oh, I don't know. I'm I kind of want to hear them, right? Yeah, don't I, you? I do like your to switch gears again, though. But I like your uh, 
burning bridges idea. Like you said, don't do it, but I think that's funny just to like sabotage everything because yeah. the truth is hilarious, right? And so when, and it's funny and it's like, you know, you burn all these bridges, everybody's just, you create so much chaos and turmoil after your death, but you're kind of evening everything out and letting everything settle back yeah. the way it should be and not the the mountain of lies that was built on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just love that. The house of cards comes tumbling down. <laughs> I don't have to face these consequences. Have fun. Right. No, it's so great. You're like, peace. You know, like, have fun with all this. Truth. out. <laughs> uh, I, honestly, let me take back that I wouldn't burn bridges. I would burn bridges, but just for people who didn't know me. So they're reading my obituary, and they're like, man, this guy really hated his friends and his family. Like, I go out, you know, on good terms with my family, but, like, sure, you know, you know what you did. <laughs> like, you just have just sh- a bunch of shit like that in my obituary. Or leave it for, like, one person who, like, didn't do anything, but you just want to, like, go just really mess with them for the rest of their lives. Right. Like, hey, by the way, Greg, you know what you did. And like, what? <laughs> yeah. And they had to just spend the rest of their lives thinking, like, what did that mean? Like, I thought we were pretty close. Like, did I not pay for dinner one time? Like, what happened? <laughs> or you can burn bridges with the people, like, the fictional people. Oh, yeah. yeah. They made yeah. up. Jeff Let's Reynolds. Just, real yeah, person. Jeff, fucking Jeff. God damn it, Jeff Reynolds. See, I'm listening. Jeff Reynolds. <laughs> that, that son of a bitch. He oh, never... <laughs> We need to find this Jeff and kick his ass. <laughs> you know, uh, the the things that Jeff said about my wife, like, he wasn't even married. <laughs> he leaves behind a loving, uh, that's another thing that, that's, the, you know, the, the people that, that you leave behind. Oh, like, of course, who just loved you. Yeah, uh, his loving wife, his, mm-hmm. uh, his kids, and then just a, a list of names that no one knows. Yeah. Just uh, you can really have some fun with that. I would leave behind children who are older than me. Like I put their age. Like he leaves behind <laughs> D- Doug, his child Doug, seventy six. People are like, wasn't he sixty seven? What the hell is happening right now? <laughs> that must be a typo. But then yeah. the next person, like, yeah, gets older, seventy three. Like, what is going on? Like, what? Did they get his his, his age wrong? What's that? Now our family counts backwards. Yeah. <laughs> We're born at a hundred and then go backwards. Um, the the taken too soon. I mean, there are so many tropes in 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 obituaries, like taken too soon, or maybe he was just taken at the right time. Maybe taken too soon for you. Like I feel like an obituary is just like a coping mechanism uh, oh, for yeah. for other people to feel feel good about themselves. Mm-hmm. I used to have a bit. Uh, never like put it in an album or whatever because I never really like hashed it out too much. But it was talking about the perfect age to die because you know my mom used to do the same thing. Like she'd either be like, oh, he was so young, or like uh, he lived a good life. Like yeah. I just wanted her to read the obituary one time and just be like. Uh, yeah, Doug Smith d- died at 76 and her like perfect. There we go. That's yeah. that is the perfect age right mm. there, you know. The Goldilocks zone. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise known as the sweet spot. Right. Yes. <laughs> it's like what does that mean? What is the perfect age? What do you think the perfect I, age is now? I, I'm glad you brought that up cuz yeah, there would be cuz someone was talking about talking about this with me the other day where it's like you know, after a certain age you just don't want to live anymore. So yeah, it's like, I think so. I think uh like this 76 is Maybe a little, maybe somewhere around this. Depending on how how many ailments you have or whatever, but mm-hmm. like the seventy five to eighty five range might actually be pretty good for guys. Because I feel like women like are, like they can probably get to ninety and still be kicking. But mm-hmm. guys hit like I think of that Bill Burr joke because like this old men like just look terrible at a certain point, and I think that hits right about eighty. I don't mm-hmm. think I've yeah. seen like a whole lot of men over eighty that look like they're enjoying it. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
I agree. Yeah, you get into a good skincare routine, though, you might you might change your mind. Yeah, <laughs> uh, along the way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Once you get into your nineties, too, you just look like death. Yeah. Yeah. No offense. Yeah. There's not a light in your eye anymore. Right. You, know? you, you look very rarely. You look almost transparent at that age, where you're just kind of like. Nah. And it's just like, hmm. <laughs> you ever seen Dick Van Dyke place. recently? It's just Not like, recently. he's still alive, and he's just like, and he's kicking. Like, it's great. He's got, I'm assuming he's got energy, and he moves around, <laughs> and he's mobile, and he's doing okay, but still just, he just looks like shit. Yeah. Even though he's Dick Van Dyke? Probably in mid-90s. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Maybe the late, late 90s now. I don't know. Yeah. But Betty White still looks like she did when she, in the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. She looks okay. Yeah. I, mean, I haven't seen her in person, but, right. Know. Right, and the, all that makeup. But and when she goes out, like when they get their pictures, like we're not seeing Betty White at like 8 o'clock on a Tuesday at right. home. You right. Know? No, oh, okay, here we go. We got the, oh, yeah. Is that the most, re- that can't be right. That's recent. 2017. Oh, he looks That's great in 2017. I mean, he looks like he's late 70s, right? Yeah. yeah, I've seen worse pictures of him. <laughs> yeah. Like worse footage of him where I I'm like just how, like, <laughs> Yeah, I like how it said children, four, including Barry. What about the other three? (laughs) Nobody nobody gives a shit about them. Uh, Okay. Oh yeah. See. All right. Um, Ah, he's rocking. He has all his marbles. Uh, He's yeah, for sure. That might be a good picture to reference, or maybe that one where it's like, yeah, he's. He wants to play a wizard. It looks like. Honestly, I'm real. That one looks really bad. Yeah. 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 He's a good looking dude back in the day, huh? Right. He's handsome. Yeah. He's handsome. Even even uh, in. He he had that one uh, like spy show or whatever in the in this eighties or nineties that he did. I oh, forget. I know what you're talking. You know about. what I'm talking about. I don't remember the name I kept of it. Wanting to say Matlock, but it's yeah, not Matlock. Yeah, that's not him. Um, yeah, I know what you mean. But but here's the cool thing too: is science has doubled the the life expectancy over the last hundred fifty years. Yeah. So and, and with the rate technologies developing now, like who knows by the time we get to ninety, like ninety is the new seventy. You know. It could, I mean, there could be all these, you know, these nano machines or whatever that we put into our bodies and like genetic things that can actually impact the uh, the aging of cells that slows that down. That uh, if we're still around in 200 years, it, I'm sure average age will be getting closer to 100, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't, I'm sure there's some research that's been done on that. I'm not saying anything uh, shocking right now. But yeah. It's funny you mentioned uh, the kid Barry, by the way. They didn't mention the other kids. I remember when, uh, uh, what was it? Um, Carrie, the one from Star Wars, from a blank on her name. Carrie, Carrie Fisher, Fisher, yeah. Carrie Fisher, her mom died, Debbie Reynolds, like maybe like two months later, right? Mm-hmm. And there's two, Debbie Reynolds has two kids. She had Carrie, and then she had this Jeff. other guy, Jeff. Okay. <laughs> wow, look at you. You, you Jeff Reynolds. Reynolds. No, no, I'm saying Jeff Reynolds. <laughs> oh, Jeff Reynolds. <laughs> That's, That's hilarious. About. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I missed it. Jeff. I feel terrible. That's a great callback. <laughs> I didn't catch it right away. I um, didn't either. It's, <laughs> damn it. Nice. Oh, we should replay that. Yeah. Uh, I wonder who. Slow motion. Yeah, just the moment I guess his of name doesn't matter at the, yeah. or that person that person's name doesn't matter at this point. Just added us not getting that and then go right to the laughter because yeah. you deserve that. <laughs> but yeah, when she died, I remember her saying um, the last words. Her last words were, "I want to be with Carrie." That's what she told Jeff. And I, I did a tweet about it. I go, Jeff was probably like, "I wonder if Mom has a favorite child." I want to be with Carrie. I guess we'll never know. <laughs> oh my god, that's in the obituary. <laughs> Second celebrity I known that's died of an overdose on an airplane. Uh, first one? 
Do you know who it is? Not nearly as big a celebrity. Oh, interesting. Was Carrie Fit? Did she die on an overdose in an airplane? Yeah, I believe so. That's it what it was. Probably yeah. like a pill thing on an airplane. But oh. the first one was uh, Billy Mays that I know of. Oh yeah, yeah. got I cocaine didn't overdose that. on an airplane. And, if I'm, if the story's right. And Carrie Fisher's daughter's name is Billy Lord. Connection. <laughs> Billy now Lord Jeff Reynolds Fisher. <laughs> Billy Mays. There she is. Oh, there here she we is. go. Wow. Did she, uh, does it mention she died? Cardiac sure arrest. That's from the morgue picture. <laughs> <laughs> look like a wax. Contributing <laughs> factors of sleep apnea and cardiac arrest. Everybody said it was sclerosis. drugs, but they, and they may be sugarcoating it here too. You know? Yeah. Well, yeah. you don't want to, this is once again, the, the post life people are like, no, she just, you know, she went in her sleep on an airplane. She definitely that, wasn't doing cocaine in a bathroom. Yeah. That's the, the funny thing. It was Eddie Fisher. Well, no, that was her, her dad. Bob, uh, oh, searching her. for Bobby Fisher. <clears throat> oh yeah. Todd, I didn't realize she was married to Paul Fisher. Simon. Really? Yeah. Like Simon and Garfunkel. Okay. I, I think. What if it's just another guy named Paul Simon who's yeah, not famous Just at all? a guy named yeah, Paul. Yeah, there he is. He's got a guitar. He uh, also plays guitar. Yeah. <laughs> what a coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> wow. They were only married for a year. It was a great year. It was a great year. It was Return of the Jedi came out. And yeah. They were like, hey, we're both like top of the world right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was it. Um, the Another thing with obituaries, too. When people die, everyone who's left behind wants to know how. You go to a sure. like that. So open the obituary. All right, it was an overdose. Anyway, let's talk about his life. Just open. Just get it right out of the way up front. Yeah, unexpectedly is what really triggers everyone to be like, all right, I'm shutting everything down for the rest of the day until I find out what mm-hmm. happened to this person. I got it now. Unexpectedly, is this a podcast episode? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of obituaries, people are going to die, and then it's going to be a podcast episode. But. I, I, there's something. I'm sure it's out there somewhere. Yeah. There's, there's, Gary you know. V says the future is audio. So let's. Uh, <laughs> I would listen to the obituaries every morning. How annoying is that guy? Gary Super. <laughs> yeah. He makes a lot of good points, but yeah, my my obituary would be way too long. I, if I were to write it, it would just I would take it would be like a full page ad. Yeah. Like. Would you try to like pay like just like get to know someone at the newspaper and try to get like a front page, even though it's like not. It would be like they'd be like, "Let's look at David's will." Oh, he gave all of his money to the to the Cleveland plain dealer. <laughs> like, why? Because he needed to take out a full paper ad, not the a full page. It's like this is the story. This yeah. is it. Because most people end up. I mean, obituaries are like seventh page of eight. You know, right. some people. I mean, older people obviously know where it is, but. Yeah, you want to get front page news. I think about that like when I get on planes too. Like if it's a small plane, I go, I don't know if this is getting front page news if it goes down. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> we got to have at least a hundred on this flight. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be front page news. Damn it. Yeah. Maybe put a, a YouTube influencer in there. Yeah. And then it'll be good. <laughs> Gary V. Yeah, Gary V. <laughs> Gary V. Does. Also, be sure to check out the obituary podcast on the Golden Ox Network. No. Life's an obituary. (laughs) (laughs) Find your old bitch. (laughs) Find out they're making just a ton of money. This is how I spell obituary. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's something else I wanted to touch on, too. (laughs) Obituary. Can you hold it up? It's an Irish obituary. Can you hold it up for the the folks at Uh, home to see? (laughs) I had to squeeze the C in there because I was (laughs) obituary. I'm Kelly an obituary. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of looks like you're a hostage situation, though, right now. Yeah. You just kind of held up slowly. Oh. Like, uh, Steve's yeah. acting like an obituary right now. <laughs> <laughs> Son of an obituary. Yeah. It's a funny word, obituary. It yeah. kind of has 
built into it a uh, kind of a darkness obituary. It's it's got that like it's a real daunting like dark like menacing word. Yeah, that, mm-hmm. that you can have fun with like obituary o- cemetery o- mortuary obituary obituary. The O is big. The mm-hmm. bitch is big. <laughs> <laughs> You know? It's a big old bitch. Big old bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I don't know the the Latin root, but the airy at the end. I don't know what the uh, the origin of that is, but it feels like it has a lot to do with death, like mortuary, obituary, um, uh, cemetery, dictionary, dictionary. Yeah, yeah. they're like, yeah. let's put these sounds together and put it in a book. What do we call it? <laughs> dictionary. <laughs> it's all there. It's all there. Uh, what other? I mean, there. There are other words like that. I don't know. A lot of words surrounding death just feel like they should be around death. Like Seems whoever came up with those words just hit the nail on the head. Yeah. There are Seems some words that don't. Suicide obviously sounds. Yeah, that's a dark one. Yeah. Suicide. Oof. Ooh. Manslaughter. That's, I mean. Slaughter. <laughs> that's dark. Slaughter. Slaughter is, yeah. Slaughter is a real, real rough word. It is. I just think of like. Slicing and blood. Yeah, and I hear slaughter. I'm just like, Ugh. oh yeah, yeah. Oof, it's everywhere. I think but of like, a pig with its like neck slit open, just blood just yeah. gushing yeah. out. That's yeah. what I think of. A lot when of neck stuff. I think when down. slaughter. Yeah. yeah, and that's when you always hear like you know like of a shooting like a lot of people. People are like they just slaughtered. And like, <laughs> that's what I would do. It's a liquidy thing. <laughs> yeah, it's a more liquid. Yeah. David was slaughtered unexpectedly by cancer. <laughs> <laughs> it's a slaughter. Like you put slots in people. Yeah. Like it's like, <laughs> man, gross. It, it, laughter and slaughter are they're basically spelled the same, but pronounced differently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> slaughter. Slap. The slaughter house. I make bread out of duff. <laughs> so, I hate English for that reason. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's toe a, for people to learn. You know. It is toe for people to learn. <laughs> <laughs> that was Roe. Yeah. <laughs> Slaughter House, that could be a horror movie. Yeah. That's a pretty, yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a comedy club that turns into, there's just a, like everyone sure. gets killed. If it there. doesn't go well, you get murdered. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. how, yeah. The comedy club serial killer. The, the survival of the fittest. If you bomb, you're, you're going to die. Man. All right. <laughs> Slaughter House rules. Dafter. <laughs> that's a comedian who kills, literally. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh, that's I like an do, 80s campy I would do movie. Slaughter House 3 if I ever wrote the movie yeah. and then just release it and then have people try to figure out where 1 and 2 are but it just yeah. never never existed <laughs> be like oh wow this is already this is a series this feels right? like they're still developing characters hmm. <laughs> now I'm just like I'm trying to frame everything we're talking about through the lens of an obituary like how would I include this in my obituary like the sequel this was talk about like how David was this was his third go at life and it was better than the first two and oh yeah throw a little yeah like a reincarnation reincarnation story. this is the third time he died the first time it was in a bunker in Berlin in 1945 mm. <laughs> you know I don't know um, so do you do you escalate bits in your head like that on a regular basis? Like, do you find yourself taking something simple and then just escalating? Yeah, I mean, just in life, not even bits. I mean, I, I go deep, and uh, there's there's even a bit on the uh, that album where I talk about when my wife wouldn't call me yeah. back, and I just go like, just she's been murdered, and like post, you know, now I have to, you know, avenge her death, and like there's like, you know, I really do go deep, deep dive, and like, what am I going to tell her parents? Like, I just get very, yeah, Sheesh. yeah, it's a lot. 
I don't sleep very well. <laughs> <laughs> you get one thought in your head and you just go deep dive and I don't, you know, there's not a whole lot of pills I take for that. And so, yeah. I'm just going to be in this now for the next two hours. Yeah. Right. In her obituary, right? In lieu of flowers, help me find the person who did this. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Even if it's like natural causes, I feel like that'd be a great way to end the obituary. Oh, yeah. Just on a cliffhanger. Yeah. Help me find the, like, okay, some definitely murder. It's like, no, it's just died of a heart attack. It's I mean, like, I was, yeah, just had a good time with my, my obituary. <laughs> uh, it, like reincarnation, though, I feel like it's it's obviously something we can't understand. Um, you know, it's a different plane. I, I you know, believe energy can neither be created nor destroyed, so where does it go? Like, where right. does the essence of consciousness go? It's a, That's a good question to play with. Again, it's a looped system that gets unlooped. And that's why I look at it like an electrical system. Yeah. And then the electrical system gets cut off. My fear is like coming back those like just like an animal that will be destroyed by something terrible. Like I think about coming back as a fish. I'm like, oh god. Oh like, yeah. And I would just hope that I wouldn't know. Like my but like could you imagine like coming back as a fish and just like, oh fuck. Oh, this is bad. Yeah. Like you just know it's gonna be like, oh, I just hope I just die of I, I hope I'm a goldfish. I yeah. just die and just go down a toilet. But like, if you're a fish in the sea, you're like, oh god, it's going to be something that's going to eat me. That seems terrible. Yeah, being eaten sounds just oh awful. yeah, oof, ninety five slaughtered. That sounds like the name of like a barbecue restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> slaughtered. No one would eat there. Yeah, even yeah. if it's the best meat in town, just right. Yeah, brought, even though that's exactly what happened. You're like, oh, I don't, I don't want to yeah. think about being slaughtered. I yeah. thought for sure the Groupon would. Bring people yeah <laughs> I, it's funny you brought that up because i literally was doing radio with uh i do college radio over and uh um aj was on last night and i was like talking to him about how like awful it would be to be an animal yeah like, like what's that like uh animals are just like nah. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you do and you shit and you eat and then it's like i don't know it's just got to be an awful existence you just follow instincts Right, so I would not want to be an animal. Is what yeah. I'm saying. It sounds Some like people a, like dogs. Are, I, I think about that way. My dog has a pretty good life, but it also sleeps. I'm like that could just be depression. You know, mm-hmm. like I don't yeah. know. It's got nothing else to do. You know, mm-hmm. I can't open the door and go outside. And uh, right, but that I mean, of all the animals you're going to be, that could be. But then you could be. Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking about a bulldog that I got from a breeder. I'm not thinking about the animals that are on TV. Like they're having a pretty terrible life. You yeah. Know? Oh, man. Yeah, the Sarah McLaughlin ones you're talking sure. about? Sure. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, let's let's try this take again, uh, but d- don't stop wagging your tail so much. Yeah. Don't make that dog mad. <laughs> cats, there's a lot of feral cats out there. and Yeah, mm-hmm. that's you start getting into the jungle, that's when it's like, oh, that's just hyenas like going after, like, ugh. Survival mode. Just getting yeah. torn apart by yeah. a pack of something. Yeah. Sure. You know? Oh, a pack of something, yeah. <laughs> it's like. That's the worst. One is bad, but. Right. A whole pack. You're like, fuck you guys. You're not even making it easy for me. The slow deaths. Ugh. Just like, mm. it's not so much death, it's suffering that you, you know, yeah. he, that's what everybody's fixated on. Every, everybody wants to know, did did they, so that's usually one of the first questions was, you know, did they suffer? Yeah. It's like, well, yeah, absolutely. Uh, they were slaughtered. <laughs> <laughs> it's morbid curiosity. Nobody's been slaughtered and been like, this is exactly how I want to go. Yeah. Right. You know, it's, yeah. Um, Nowadays, though, the obituary has changed, uh, and not not just in the in the print in the form of print. We give obituaries on social media now. Like a dog dies, somebody oh, yeah. posts like a long paragraph about the dog, and like you can finally lick the floors and Rainbow Bridge or whatever. Oh, it's Rainbow it's all Bridge. it's all 
a justification to make ourselves feel good. So in, in a sense, like an obituary is almost like a selfish thing. It's almost like putting a facade on somebody who's deeply, everybody has a deeper story than the, what's captured in that one paragraph. Yes. And like, that's what's interesting to me. Like what, you know, what, what bothered you? Like, what was your like dilemma? Like I want character development. I want to go through a narrative of your life. I don't want to just somebody's perspective. Like he liked baseball. He loved the Browns so much. Oh yeah. He'll be watching over the Browns. Yeah. It's like, I hope I'm not watching the Browns yeah. in the afterlife. That just seems like, I don't want there to be, I mean, to go and deep. I don't want an afterlife anyway. Yeah. It just yeah. seems, I don't want people to be like, he's, Exhausting. Up there, he's up there making people laugh. It's like, I don't want to go to work. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, All right. Yeah, now I'm making people laugh. Like, I didn't even want to make them laugh when they're around. You know? like, <laughs> God, people just coming up to you for all eternity. Like, tell us a joke. Or even worse, I got a good one for you. Uh, it's just, that'd be my hell. That's uh, like, I'm in hell. Skit. I'm definitely in hell. Yeah, yeah. 100%. <laughs> oh, man. I'll never forget when Kobe died. My mom uh, my mom called me to let me know because that's all she does is watch the news and read obituaries. So yeah, somebody, like my mother in law like, loves to tell us when yeah, people die. Yeah, sure. It's like go out of her way to be like, oh, Kobe Bryant died. I got to tell David. Uh, so she calls me and she's like, you know, I just hope I get to go to heaven. I'm just going to give him a big hug when I get there. And it's like, oh, oh, no. Kobe's got yeah. security up there. Yeah, you're not yeah. getting to Kobe. I know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> she, wants to, she wants to hug him, but not his daughter. Right. Right. Or like, just it's weird. Yeah. Why don't you want to hug the helicopter pilot, Grandma? Yeah. Or mom? Yeah. Yeah. That there are so many other people that could use a hug. He was yeah. the first one that knew that shit was bad. Yeah. Everyone That's, else was like, hey, "Do you feel that bump?" You know, like yeah, he was yeah. like, "No oh, shit." Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, fog. 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 Rocks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> and it's also people. People want that peace of mind too. Like, oh, they isn't it heartbreaking? They found his daughter in his arms, and it's like that's probably not the case. But like, you know, do you, he, oh, you think they embellished that a little bit? Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, oh. I feel like I feel it. Just I thought makes that a little bit too. Yeah. Sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the story that we tell. Like, it's you know, when you tell a joke, you don't have to tell all of the facts. You can include a little bit of detail to make the audience feel better. Of about course, the bit. Yeah, and, and so I mean, if if you're gonna if it's gonna make people feel good, do it. By all means, do it. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that at all. Right. Nothing wrong with that at all. You know, just it's wrong with me inside. I'll be festering, but beyond (laughs) that, I'll be like fucking liars. Yeah. But but you're right though. You need to comfort people. There's literally no good outcome to to being like no fuck that. Right. Right. (laughs) That that couple in the bed in the Titanic. uh, That old couple. That couple in the Notebook that died right after one. Like it it makes you feel good. It gives you like closure to the story. But then again, that's important. If the news can't be truthful in death, when can I trust the news? Right. Yeah. Right, right. Um, and, you know, we, like, in life, we, we go through life, we, we, we hide those parts of ourselves. I just, like, as comics, we have a tendency to be open about them. Uh, I feel like, how do you feel like the world would change if, if people were more open about those dark sides of themselves and were more, like, willing to, not necessarily, not necessarily just, like, go to therapy, but, like, be open about sharing, like, these are my vulnerabilities. These are the things I'm scared of. These are the things that, you know, uh, that that bother me. Because when you think of obituaries, if someone were to say that's not funny, why yeah. are they saying that? It's because they're they're fearful of something. They're they're, um, you know, they they have some sort of conditioning that says that you can't do that. It's like a discomfort. Do you feel the world would be more comfortable, more more uh, less fearful if we were more open about those vulnerabilities? Of course, yeah, yeah. I mean, I have I have a fear of dying, like. Uh 
on my way back. No, no offense to Pete and the funny stop, but like, there's a part <laughs> of me that's like, if I die this week of something, like, ah, oh, that's all I think about is like people just like he was at the funny stop in Akron, and people are like, mm, it's probably for the best. You know, <laughs> doesn't sound like things were on the up and up for him. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. So there's some weekends where it goes like I like do like a decent like a, not even I don't want to say decent club, but you do like a club that's like very like well known and prominent in comedy. You're like okay, if I went, I feel like people would be like, oh wow, he's on the up and up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Raleigh Improv, ooh, you know, like, yeah. Taken too soon, otherwise. Yeah, exactly. Otherwise, yeah. It's either taken too soon or died doing what he loved. Yeah, I can't. I can't be found in that condo. People are like you. Was found with one sheet on the bed. It's like that was that was my fault. They only put one sheet in the bed. You know, like that's. <laughs> I didn't request that. That wasn't in my rider. Cause of death. Stand up. Yeah. <laughs> what about that comic that died on stage in Britain a couple of years ago? Oh, yeah. Ooh, you remember that? Oh yeah, I do remember that. Died. That sounds like a terrible way to go too. Yeah, yeah. He I died on stage. They thought it was yeah. the audience thought it was part of the bit. Yeah. Right. Even it was like I was like he could have been talking about anything. Are it's they like, laughing? Yeah, right. Oh, so he funny. was dying, but he wasn't dying. He really committed to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he went down and just heard laughter. I guess yeah. that's not a terrible way to go. I know. Everybody's laughing at you dying, but you're like, well, I guess it's better than them being sad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, it's better than hearing screams. Yeah. Because oh, at least maybe you can even convince yourself, like, oh, maybe this is just a bit, and it's not as bad as I, I think it is right now. <laughs> but if you start hearing, like, like screams... <laughs> You're like, oh yeah, this is not good. No, 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 this is fine. This is I yeah. think, go back to the left. It's part of <laughs> Do you think he got an applause break after they realized he committed to the bit like as hard as he possibly could? Yeah. Oh my God. I oh, would yeah. you would have to clap. I would have to. If I was in that audience and I was like, he he's like he literally died on stage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My buddy Mike Spears, a uh, really funny comic out of uh, Albany, he almost heard Bob Marley a lot. And uh, about a year and some change ago, he was on stage and had like a seizure and like went up, both broke it, like both his shoulders Damn. and like fell down really hard. And he's like, you remember, you remember like coming back to it and just like everyone was standing over him, paramedics, and like he could hear the audience like really nervous or whatever. But it's like, oh, wow, that's crazy. Like, do you stay? Like, if you're in the audience, do you just watch the resuscitation? Yeah, well, I think the audience, because, I mean, he was the opening act for Bob Marley, so people are like, this is their, and Mike's even talked about this, like, this is their night out. Yeah. And, like, all of a sudden, like, of course their concern is for him, but they're also kind of like, is Bob still going to, how's he going to pull this one off? And I mm-hmm. guess Marley's like, we're going to come back, but, like, we're going to cancel the show tonight. And, yeah. Ah. Um, I'd be yeah. like, no, no, do the show, do the yeah. show. Yeah, no, exactly. That's, that's Bob the, was like, I can't follow this, all right? You know, yeah. I want to do the show, but this guy just literally crush the room so that's yeah. yeah right you can't that's tough to follow yeah it's like oh man Chappelle dropped in like how do I follow Dave Chappelle yeah. versus like oh man my opener died on stage <laughs> it's like the same plane <laughs> I had a woman uh, years ago I was in Canada she uh, in Niagara Falls Canada she like I heard some screams as I'm like midway through my set and I was like is everything okay and someone's like no call an ambulance and I was like I don't and I just go I'll be back in a bit we gotta figure out what's going on here and the woman just like she was drinking and she just passed out, but yeah. people thought she was dead. And so after like 10 minutes, they kind of like, she got back up. And then uh, they're like, all right, we're going to be like five more minutes. You can go back on stage. And that's why I did. I went back up there. And like, I'm like, okay, we're all happy. She's okay. And at that point, she's outside smoking a cigarette. I go, so she's back to it. She's yeah. ready to die again. You know? Yeah, she's she didn't. Whatever it takes. She's like, ah, oh, it didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> you can't laugh at that. I don't get the putting the memorial where you die. Unless, like, you hung out by that tree all the time. Like, this is my favorite tree. Makes sense. Oh, yeah. Because, like, I don't want people to be reminded of this is where David died. It's like, no. I want I want people to remember me for, like, the places I liked going. 
Like, if you're yeah. going to put a memorial somewhere, put it somewhere I liked going. That's why I was like, you know, when Kobe died, everybody put the the, the outside the Staples Center. That makes sense. Like, Does. that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No one went to the site where the helicopter was and was like, we need to put a wreath here. Like, yeah, people do love doing that. You know, I was when I was in Memphis recently. Um, you know, obviously the Wyman Blank and Lorraine Motel, and they have the wreath and all that stuff. People put the stuff where King was shot. But it's like it's it's kind of gory, and it's like that's not where you want to be. Remember his spirit being like yeah. that's the worst part, you know. And um, Dude, there's actually so a woman up. who's been protesting there for 33 years. I'm going to get her her name wrong. If you can look it up real fast, but she's protested for 33 years, and her thing is like. The Lorraine Motel, they should be spending money on, like, uh, helping, like, like African-Americans work and stuff like that. That's what he was there for, like, the workforce. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what you should be honoring his memory. Instead of the place where he died, like, you should be continuing on his work and stuff like that. But she's been there for, like, 33 years. It's mm-hmm. wild, man. It's yeah. the longest protest ever. Hey, good to, good for – that's commitment. And, yeah. and it's a good – I mean, it's – it's you have to draw awareness of those things. That's why it's always interesting driving through the South. You see these giant crosses. And oh, it's like, sure. how much did that cost? Like, I know. Like, what family could you have fed for a year for that? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what kid could you have put through Yeah, college? yeah. Uh-huh. Thank you, man. Um, what's her name? Jacqueline Smith. Yep. That's cool. 30 years protesting outside the motel where King was fatally shot in 68 after being forcibly removed from the premises when it closed. She's devoted her life to protecting his legacy. That's the thing. It's like, Jesus didn't want people to build statues to him. Yeah. Like, be cool. Just, like, love Everybody. Yeah, Brazil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think he would show up in Rio and just be like, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> I think even he'd be like, oh, that's fucking cool. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah he would like, be. Yeah, he'd be like, well, <laughs> okay, this is all right. That's pretty badass. Look at that view. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man, yeah. But you guys also missed the message. Like, I'm equally, I'm equally, like, that's awesome, but also, come on. Yeah, in Cincinnati, there's Touchdown Jesus. You know about that one where he's like, it's a church that built like a Jesus like that. It's yeah. kind of like a touchdown. And then yeah. it was struck by lightning mm-hmm. and it caught on fire. And instead of taking that, it's like, Ooh, maybe this is like the spirits telling us not to. They're yeah. like, let's rebuild. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That On the side, on the on the highway. Yes. Between, yeah. Clearly, yeah. Jesus was like, it's not big enough. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> not take this down. <laughs> let's try again. <laughs> yeah. I don't want an obituary. I want a fucking statue. Yeah. yeah. Not a touchdown. I want it to be a Hail Mary touchdown. Yeah. Like, we got you, Jesus. All right. <laughs> like, this was the big game at the end of the movie. Like, I want that scale. You yeah. Know? Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> stupid. Oh, man. Uh, getting back into your bit a little bit before we uh, before we close this out, too. Uh, the, the idea of exploring the nuance of a person's life. We kind of touched on it a little bit earlier. But, you know, not everybody in this obituary is a good person. Everybody's incredibly complicated and incredibly nuanced, and there's more to it than just you know all the uh, the bullet points, the positive things. You know, he loved the Browns, he loved his family. He sure, loved, it's like uh, that. It's way more interesting if you were to explore that other side of us, and uh, it's the side of us like as we're alive that we don't want to share with people. So we keep yeah. it out of the obituary when it's like I would I would appreciate. Oh, I would love I would appreciate to, your your pitch for I sure. Would, yeah, I would love to hear like people uh, struggle, and then like when they died, they felt a peace, you know. So mm-hmm. like you kind of hear their uh, their struggle, like their ups and downs. But like that's that'd be amazing if you read the obituary. You're like, okay, they seem like they were happy at the end. Yeah. That's cool, mm-hmm. you know. Make them a human. Make them a human. Exactly. Yeah. They had yeah. some terrible shit going down in their life, and yeah. Yeah, he said some weird shit when we went when we got to the to the rough parts of town. Uh, yeah. we won't hold that against him. Sure, uh, <laughs> the world's a better place. Grandpa can't be racist anymore. <laughs> <laughs> 
Was there part of the bit that that you've cut that you thought was interesting that you that you didn't get to connect with with audiences? You couldn't quite figure it out. No, and it's just funny. I mean, this is the first time I've really gone a deep dive into it. You know, like I appreciate you making it seem like I really like sat down, thought it out. It just kind of came, and I just threw it in there. And yeah. like, like I said, it's a minute twenty, but like, yeah, there's. I probably could have gone a lot deeper in it, but you know, I'm not the guy. It's like, yeah, um, yeah no, that's pretty much like that was the end of it, and yeah. I've I when I I mean I'm just speaking for my writing process like I kind of do the Kyle Kinane route with it whereas I can tell a story about this weird thing that happened to me at the store mm-hmm. but I can also tell a story about the song that was playing when I was at the store or a person that I saw when I was at the store or the the UPC number on the on the oh, sure. produce yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I mean so there are any numbers so I could. It could be a bit about the store, but it can also be an entire hour of all the things. Like you can dive into each little element, and so I uh, I, I like to kind of uh, pick people's brains. Oh, I love that. that. Like, what and else is there? Richard Jenny was great at that, where mm-hmm. he was just deep dive into like a, a topic and just go so deep into it. And I always appreciate that. And I feel like stories I tell, I get like deep dive into it more. But and yeah, even that one, I probably looking back, I'm like, I really probably could have gone deeper into that. But yeah, I just felt like, oh, this is quick and. Off we go. But I certainly am, am fascinated by it. By the way, that's the, one of the creepiest things I've ever seen in my life, that, like, girl. <laughs> yeah. Like, is she – is that always in here or is that yes. just for this episode? <laughs> she, she's Yeah, she's just she's here to look at you. Okay. What is it? What, why is she it's there? one of Jeremy's exes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could tell she was toxic when she crawled out of that well. <laughs> I love them flamboyant. <laughs> is that the ring girl? Like, no. It's just it's, – was it already in here? I'm fascinated. I'm sorry to get off the top of the bitch where She's probably dude. dead, right? It's yeah. art. Bro, okay. come on. All yeah. right, yeah. Yeah, those eyes don't look healthy. No. No, no, no. they don't. No. Who is it? Postmortem. Jeremy? Yeah, do we have a backstory? Yeah. Her? No, I, don't, I haven't named it. It's what Robert Plant. I, I didn't know if it was like a famous person. Like yeah, like a yeah, girl. Did you say Robert Robert what? Plant? No, yeah, it doesn't look like him. <laughs> yeah. I love that name. Upside down it kind of, but no, no. Rebeatrice Plant. <laughs> Nice try, Jeremy. Yeah. <laughs> Not everybody can come up with Dan Reynolds. Yeah. <laughs> it's Jeff. <laughs> or Jeff Reynolds. Dan Reynolds is a singer from Imagine Dragons. Oh, wow. Yeah, wow. there it is. You know you're Imagine Dragons. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a fucking, I'm a dragon head. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a, you're a fire breather. <laughs> so uh, why do audiences laugh? At this topic, why do audiences, uh, when you see a good joke involving you know the the realm of talking about death, why do you think people laugh, and then on the inverse, why do they not? Yeah, oddly enough, I don't feel like there's a lot of people that don't laugh at that because people like yeah when when an emotion is triggered and when there's something that they're fearful of, like when you kind of put a, a light uh, a lighter idea into it. Uh, people kind of just yeah, it's it's, it's funny to them because I, I and I think too when you touch on a topic like that, everyone's deep down inside they go, oh that is like a good idea. Or mm-hmm. I've kind of thought about that too, you know. So I think audiences like the psychology of comedy sometimes is like if you touch on a topic that people have kind of thought in their head before but never really hashed it out, it, it goes a lot farther. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, it's it's easy and it's I think people like it's typical thing in comedy. You you, you know fear. Fear is funny, and people can, uh, yeah. They so they start getting their own heads about their own immortality, and yeah, mm-hmm. it's like you know, immortality, mortality, mortality, I think it's mortality. 
Yeah, I, I play for a lot of vampires. Yeah, <laughs> that's the only thing. Listen, my audience is is particularly niche. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for a group of people that's on the quest for. But they buy merch. They yeah. buy merch, and that's what matters. Those, yeah, those vampires have a disposable income. Comedy's mm-hmm. part. They ne- they don't come to my brunch shows for some reason. <laughs> uh, it's always the late night stuff they're right. on board with. Yeah, I like the too like framing it as a million dollar idea. It um it distracts from what you're actually talking about. Yeah, I don't think it would work nearly as well if, like you said, if you were like, "Let's talk about obituaries." Sure, yeah, people that's like, weird. I don't like this. Yeah. Open to page B seven. Yeah. <laughs> you know the newspaper. Yeah, before um, people realize what happened, they're like, "Oh, he's talking about obituaries." Yeah. They're still thinking like, "Oh, I would like a million dollars." Yeah, mm-hmm. so you set them up with something that seems fun at first, and then you right. drop the the death line. Right. <laughs> you, you, the, your first punchline in that bit is almost exactly at thirty seconds. Too. Is it really? Yeah, oh, yeah. look at you, man! I yeah. like this deep dive. Into well, I, I was I was watching the the time uh, the timeline or whatever the timestamp as it was going, and I was yeah. like. Because I didn't do that like the first couple times I listened to it. Stop being modest. You're a savant. Yeah, I, that's the first thing. I, <laughs> I don't mind it. It takes me five hours to listen to one album. Yeah, <laughs> and, and people are listening. I, I can't. I just can't listen to myself. So, uh, but I did hear that. What was the first laugh? Not to be narcissistic. Uh, right now. It was. It's a bit same thing for every person. Love to laugh. Love life. You know, an asshole died that day. Oh too, right? yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. And it's that realization that he's right. It's Not everybody in the obituaries was a good person. Right, no. right. Everybody's a piece of shit on some level. And that's yes. the thing. To label somebody as a good person, it's like, okay, maybe on the whole. Like, we like to put things on that scale because it makes us comfortable. Putting people in categories makes us feel better. It's easier. We don't have to think about it. We don't have to, like, uncover the nuance of of the complexity of every single day, every single thing that happens, you know, otherwise we drive ourselves fucking insane. Well, yeah, and it makes us question our own faults and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, I've always said, like, for the most part, like, as a human, like, I think the goal is to go for 70-30. Like, you want to be good 70% of the time, right. you know, or try your best to be a good person 70%. There's going to be 30% where you're going to flip someone off in traffic or yeah. or yell at the WNBA game that you put money on. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> there's no horse races. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Uh but yeah, it's, I, I think that yeah, that's that's the goal, and like it's nice. I, that's why I think it'd be nice if an actual obituary like mentioned some people's faults, like yeah. not like something brutal. Like they're like, yeah, they're man, they're charged of manslaughter in 1971. You're like, oh, that's that's not good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, if they're just like, yeah, they didn't get along with their family for five years, but then they reconciled. Like, oh, that's nice to know. Yeah, yeah. each obituary should come with a lesson. Like, yeah, life yeah. lesson. Take, I like that. Take it from David. You know, don't 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 dig too deep into jokes. Uh, you've got <laughs> way, way too many Saturdays. <laughs> Anybody who tries for like one hundred percent of something, like I need to be good all the time. Exhausting. It's exhausting, but also you're going to kind of lose sight of that inevitably because it's impossible. It's an impossible metric to reach, and so you're going to do things that that slight that. Like it's. What is it? The uh, the road to hell is paved with good intentions, you know. So like constantly trying to be good, I don't trust you anymore. Like, yeah, there's there's something there where it's like, eh, maybe uh, maybe like you know have a drink once in a while or you know absolutely sit, yeah. cuss once in a while, whatever it is. Um, so if you were to give advice to a comic who wants to write who's working on a bit about death, obituaries, uh, anything in that realm, uh, What would what's the first thing that, that you would tell them? They're like, hey, how can I write a joke like that? <laughs> um, I don't know. I guess you just you go in your own fears and you, you try to, yeah, you just try to dig a little bit deeper into, 
you know, I just listened to the Norm Macdonald bit about death. I, I feel like everyone's been revisiting Norm Macdonald this past week, and like mm-hmm. his stuff on death is amazing. You mm-hmm. know, like it's, and it's not like stuff that people haven't thought before. Like everyone tries really hard to like, oh, I don't want to write anything too hacky or whatever. Like there's a couple things like he's in a better place. Like everyone's kind of had a line like that mm-hmm. to some degree when it comes to death. And he's like, he's on the floor. Like it's just a quick line, <laughs> yeah. but it's like you know, it's perfect. And it's yeah, it's. uh just go on your own fears and you can assume that everyone else has had those fears too. So it's like, all right, how can you, how can you make that funny? Cause it's a lot easier to, to make that funny and go deep dive in because everyone's thought that way. You know, even like just talking earlier about like afterlife and stuff like that. I'm sure everyone's thought about that. Even the most religious person I, I hope would question like, I don't know, does the afterlife sound that good? You know, like, mm-hmm. you know, and, and then go from there with that, you know, I'm not saying to go with that angle, but, um, just know that a lot of people have had those thoughts before and comics are the ones that try to hash out deeper into it and that's your job is to to not be more like the the, the person in the audience who's just had that thought and then like I don't want to think about that anymore right. and let it go like go deep into it yeah do you think do you think exploring that fear from a place of humor uh, do you think that helps minim not minimize it like as, as, uh, God, I can't say the word assuage <laughs> it, oh I like that one is that a real word yeah. yes okay yeah assuage 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 we gotta make it more we gotta make it sound better assuage yeah um, do you think that, that that kind of massages that the, the fear a little bit do you think it makes it okay being able to laugh at it of course yeah I wish I had a deeper answer, but yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah, that was a yes or no question. There was yeah. a, there was, a, it was more of a close-ended question. I, I just like all the words in that assuage and massage. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it's an ass massage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, uh, see anything else you want to throw in? Yeah, you know, one thing I never liked was when people would say safe travels to someone who who's died. Yeah. You know what the number one point of safety is? Is not dying. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say safe travels. They're dead now. Don't worry about that. That's gone. That's out the window now. You don't have to worry about it. Um, if your hearse gets in an accident. It's weird how, like, whenever I someone dies, I'm like, well, I don't have to worry about them anymore. But it's like, literally, that's the worst case scenario. Yeah. They died. But yeah. it's like... Well, at least I don't have to worry about them anymore. It's like it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, <laughs> so oh, I it's know. like one less person I got to worry yeah, about. No, no. There's a lot of things that are very weird and backwards about our thinking yeah. about death. I remember my mom went through a phase. Not to, I mean, I know we're about to wrap up, but like when my uh, bass hound was was put down, we, you know, we did it in the house. The doctor came over and you know gave the the thing and everything, and then we buried her. And then like my mom for like a week later was like going through this freak out. Like, was the dog really dead? Did we bury her alive to the point where she like called the vet? I was like, are you sure the dog was dead? And he's like, I mean, yeah, I've been doing this for years. The dog, like, what a weird phone call that must have been for him. Yeah. Like, someone questioned me, like, did you do your job right? Did we bury our dog alive? But, like, she was having, like, a real freak-out moment. And then in my brain, I started, like, not with the dog for some reason. I'm like, no, that dog was definitely dead. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, other people, like, oh, that would be crazy. Like, every now and again, you hear, like, there's, like, one story, like, where someone was, like, dead and, like, woke up in the casket. This happened somewhere in, like, South America, I think mm-hmm. it was. And like that's I'm like, oh, I didn't even consider that, that I could die and then be buried alive. Like that would be. That's rough. Yeah. 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 yeah there's a whole <laughs> process now where they make sure. Although maybe I'd wake up to like, this might as well happen. God damn it. Yeah, All right. right. How do Was, I get out of here? Didn't they used to like put like a string in your in your casket to, and connect it to like, like a, a bell? bell? Yeah. I've heard that. I don't know if that's true or not, but I like that idea. Yeah. <laughs> 
just still do it nowadays. And there was somebody that would work the graveyard shift uh, at the graveyard and uh, listen to, for like, bells. Yeah, what? <laughs> you imagine your first day on the job? So basically, we, if you hear a bell. Start digging. That's it. That's the job description. I'd fucking run. I would be out. I'd be like, if I hear a bell, I'm like, no, they're coming to life. I don't like this. This yeah. is the start of the zombie apocalypse. Right. Quick, yeah. Quickly, I'll do this. Uh, that reminds me of an idea I had for like a short or a movie where, you know, someone's died. And then their social media, you go to their social media messages and you look on their me- – and it's like <laughs> it. What, what is it? So common in the Victorian era. Mm. And that's Bell not that long ago. Ground connected, yeah, string attached. Wow. To the body's head, hands, and feet. If the bell rang, the cemetery watchman would insert a tube into the coffin and pump air using bellows until the person could be safely evacuated from their grave. So wow. this was like something that happened. Yeah. This was like it was such a problem that they had to create yeah, a, job. a solution. Yeah, and a job. That's yeah. what we need to do. Is we need to we need to create jobs. <laughs> Yeah. Like that. yeah, there's not enough stop, jobs out there right now. Stop Everyone embalming knows. people and yeah. and just put them in a box Ugh. and put them in the ground. I don't know why, but embalming just seems grosser than just leaving them the way they are. I don't <laughs> That's another weird word. I'm like people bombing, stuff you yeah. with stuff, and you just become like a turkey at yeah. that point. It's gross. Yeah, just burn me. It's fine. Yeah. Light me on fire. I'm cool with that. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Spread my ashes on a, on a playground. <laughs> yeah, ashes can't come back to life. <laughs> or. Yeah, no, they, there's no carbon byproduct. <laughs> right. Cool. Um, do you think we, we, we proved that you can laugh at obituaries today? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think we did. We yeah. covered it? Yeah. We covered it? I think so, too. Nailed uh, it. Nailed it. Steve. Everybody high five. Death! Yeah. <laughs> it's the one thing that brings people together. And uh, <laughs> if, you can, if you can laugh at it, you know, that's just proof that we, can all, that we all have things in common. And uh, nothing brings people together. More than the death of a loved one, or divides people, uh, yeah. than than that and laughter. They're two sides of the same uh, coin that you put over the dead's eyes. So, Steve, yeah, where can we find you? Uh, here, perfect. I'm right here. Um, you live here. Was it? You moved in. Yeah, this is, yeah, I moved in. Minimalist. Um, <laughs> you can find me on all the social media uh, under my name. Just look my name up. I'm uh, at Mers Comedy on Twitter. That's probably going to change in a week, but uh, I don't know. Why are you getting married? What's happening? Yeah, I don't know. Changing my last name from comedy. Mers M E R R S M E R S M E R S. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. I just don't feel like plugging. Those <laughs> they're all under construction, so I'm like, this may all be different. Yeah, a week from now. So yeah, yeah. Do do work and find Steve. Uh, I'm easy to find, so rest assured. (laughs) Right. We spelled my last name. Right. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at You Can't Laugh Pod, on Facebook at You Can't Laugh at That. Uh, You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at The David Horning. Matt, plug your shit. Uh, Bergman Comedy, B E R G M A N, Bergman Comedy for all that good stuff. And then uh, got the album coming out on Helium Records, which I record in two weeks. And then hopefully, if everything goes well, it'll be out before the end of the year. So awesome. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. There's a link to uh, to your uh, other album that'll be in the show sure. notes. You can check that out, give it a listen wherever you like to listen to albums. Absolutely. I'll uh, throw some pennies Matt's way. Uh, he needs them for betting on horses. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Matt, appreciate you joining uh, the, this yeah. podcast. Yeah, it's fun, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah, thanks for helping us prove that uh, no matter uh, what what goblins and demons that you have in your everyday life, and uh, you know, in hindsight, and that B seven in the newspaper, that there is always a way to laugh at that.
and podcast. And a podcast. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of You Can't Laugh at That. Make sure if you haven't already to rate us on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast platform you get your episodes of You Can't Laugh at That. Make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you share with your friends. Like us and follow us on social media. We're at You Can't Laugh at That on Facebook and You Can't Laugh Pod on Twitter. On Instagram, you can follow the David Horning. That is my personal Instagram account where I post any things you can't laugh at that that I don't post on Facebook or Twitter. Make sure you join our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash you can't laugh pod. You'll get access to special bonus footage that we cut from the main episode because not not because it's bad, but because it just doesn't fit the theme of the episode. We want to keep these episodes within an hour and 20 minutes or so. Otherwise, we'd run the light big time. We don't want that. So make sure you join our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash you can't laugh pod. $5 a month gets you access to all the bonus footage. $10 a month gets you access to you can't laugh at you can't laugh at that, which is a series that we will be starting in September of 2021, where we will go back through each one of our episodes and talk about what we've learned and how we've used some of that in our own comedy to prove that you can laugh at that. So, yeah, that's really it. Thanks again for listening to our episode, and we hope that you found a way to laugh at that. If you'd like to weigh in on today's topic, follow us on Twitter at You Can't Laugh Pod, or like us on Facebook at You Can't Laugh at That, and tell us how you did laugh at today's topic or how you didn't. This is all about the conversation, is what I'm saying. All right. Bye.